fucking embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. 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 Oh, well, that's embarrassing. You heard the soundbite. That about says it all. Straight to the point. No bullshit. That was fucking embarrassing. White Sox lose 5-4, game that they absolutely should have won. I'm Johnny Nani. Got Tony Marchese with me. This is Sox on Tap. Um, I think about every statement that we could possibly say on the show has been aired out on Twitter. Um, but just basically quick 10-minute rant session here. Um, what the fuck's Ricky thinking in the seventh inning, Tony? I don't know. Um, there's been a lot of people out there on, on Twitter uh, over the past series that have, I mean, we've, we've, we've jumped to the uh, fire Ricky again, uh, you know, sentiment that we're getting out there in the in White Sox Twitter and uh, I'm sure White Sox Facebook and every section of White Sox fans has people calling for Ricky's head right now. Uh, I, I don't understand the, the bullpen usage. Uh, Personally, up until this point, I've I've kind of stayed mum on the on the subject because I think you, uh, Buzz, and and Summer of George did a really excellent show last night, and you kind of put things in perspective. However, in my opinion, one of the things that I've been a little curious to see how it goes in the playoffs is Ricky Renteria's bullpen management, and thus far. He ain't doing anything right now to prove that he knows how to manage a bullpen, even one that's good, uh, through a through a series. And and obviously you're you're in a basically a playoff series against the Cleveland Indians right now. Perfect time to test this out and and kind of get some proving ground. So I I kind of see where people are coming from, Johnny. Don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. And I've been you know way back when you go back to shows over this past off season, tell even off season before, and the question of is Ricky the guy for the job? And I had always said uh, we're going to need to see what he does with the competitive team. Well, guess what? We got a competitive team. We were in one of the most competitive games of the year. Obviously, if you're trying to lock down a vision, um, you, you lost uh, destiny out of your own hands today, Tony. That's what tonight's loss did. So don't tell me it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, don't tell me we're getting ramped up for the playoffs. Ramping up for the playoffs, you should be winning these games. Um, and treating them like playoff games. Um, I'm sick of it. You, you had two uh, guys that you brought back from the injured list today in Carlos Rodon and Aaron Bummer. Um, which one would you expect you'd go to in a high-leverage situation? Probably Aaron Bummer. He's your high-leverage guy. He's your setup guy. Um, well, guess what? The, the situation called for it because uh, Jimmy Cordero in the seventh inning came in, and, and that's fine. I can live with the Cordero, that decision to start that inning. That's okay. And you just got dink, slap, singled, you know, um, to get the bases loaded. So that's unfortunate. They were all strung together back to back to back. Nobody uh, out there. And then um, obviously gets the one, the ground out that goes five two. Uh, Mancada de Grandal. That's fine. Okay. And then um, after that it is when, uh, you know, you get Lindor to pop out, I believe, to left field. And it was short enough to where uh, no runner scores. You got two outs there. Um, and you go to Rodan instead of Bomber there. First of all, you could have made the argument to keep Cordero in, but at the same time, you know, this guy's already been overworked. Um, I would go bummer there. That's just, it seems very logical. Uh, you got one of your best weapons back. Uh, we've been saying, oh, this would be, think about how many shows, Tony, we've said, this would be a great spot for Aaron Bummer. Well, tonight was a great spot for Aaron Bummer, and he wasn't in. It was Rodon, and Rodon being a starter, what they say, last uh, relief appearance, May of 2015. 
That's a long time ago. Uh, he's been injured, obviously, has not even been in game-like intensity, even very much this year. He made two mm-hmm. starts, but those got out of hand quick, so they really felt more like exhibition games than anything. So, um, I mean, a very, very uh, brutal move uh, by Ricky Renteria going to Carlos Rodon there. I-, I was hoping for the best, and if he got C out, then yeah, you know, we're, we're not having this conversation. And that's very, you know, we need to take a step back and realize that there, though. But when you're talking high-leverage situations, there's a, a reason why you go to your very best arm. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, the appropriate place for Carlos Rodon to return is either in a blowout game or early on when your starter uh, is scuffling. Or just how about the start of a clean inning? How about that? Yeah, or the start of a clean inning. I mean, there, there would be so many different uh, spots that I would have imagined Carlos Rodon to come in. And, and Aaron Bummer, like, has lived on relief appearances and high leverage situations. And granted it was his first game back. And I'm not going to say yeah. that Aaron I, Bummer was going to get the job done because, in that situation. Yeah, And just really quick while you, I'm glad you brought that up because if you look Aaron Bummer's first battery, I know the situation's different. The leverage is a little bit different with nobody on whatever he did give up a single in his first at bat. Yeah. So you could, you could live, even if he comes in and does that though, Tony, you can live with that with what, uh, because Rodon not only gave up the single and his what? give double as well. I after mean, that. But Bummer, if you look at Bummer's people second, were clamoring second batter, for then him. he gets the out. Yeah. People were clamoring for him to be back in this bullpen for this exact reason. Yep. And it's like, oh, well, here's Carlos Rodon, and here goes the lead. And, and I didn't even really see that much fight back in the team either. They look dead. They look dead. You look up and down the bench, and they look dead. And it, on top of that, I haven't heard anything on Eloy yet. Uh, granted, I've completely stayed off Twitter after that game ended. Um, you, you might have lost your star left fielder for God knows how long, depending on what, what happened with him. I mean, obviously he, he walked off, but we don't know the extent of that injury unless Johnny, you have anything well, on that. They, the only update is that he uh, left with right foot soreness. Obviously that was in the seventh inning after he scored and then um, he'll be reevaluated tomorrow. That's the only update. So there you go. I mean, the, this series overall, Johnny, and I, didn't, I don't really, even really have too much more to talk about this game in particular. But, like, at what point, too, when we're talking about Ricky Renteria's managerial decisions, at what point do you start just walking Ramirez? At what point do you, do you realize when you have a base open? I don't care if you're loading the bases. I don't care at this point. Because Ramirez is putting the bat on the ball every that, time he steps up to the plate. That guy's an MVP candidate himself. Yes. You know, so like yeah. at what point in time do you stop pitching to him when he's done so much damage in this series? And you could even take this a step further back. He did the same fucking thing against the twins with with Buxton. He just continued to let this guy run all over you. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in a playoff series against either of these teams and whoever you're going to face in the playoffs, whether it be the Yankees or whoever, if if. Fucking Aaron Judge is going off on you and has hit three home runs in the first two games. I do not expect him to see a pitch to hit in his next at bat. And the yep. White Sox continuously pitch to these guys as if they're going to get the job done. And Johnny, we talked about it earlier today. Maybe an Aaron important- Bummer, but even then, it's like the guys burned you so much, you're almost better off just you know taking your chances with it. Just, pitch around him, pitch yeah. around him, and maybe if he if he swings chases, that yeah. one and chases, you can get back in that at bat. But, like, at a certain point in time, stop letting teams beat you 
with their top weapon. It, it, they're playing right into the strengths of other teams right now, and it's really embarrassing to fucking watch. Yep, couldn't have said it better myself, Tony. I really don't have too much more uh, on this one. Like I said, this is going to be a quick 10-minute rant. Um, I, I I feel my blood boiling, uh, just like every White Sox fan does. Um, so the, the only other thing, though, um, is that Nomar Mazzara, I will commend it. It was opportunistic. He came up with a big uh, two-out RBI single in the seventh inning. So, of course, that gets overshadowed, um, and it, as it should be, because the story of tonight is going to be Ricky Renteri is bullpen management um, and proper usage of his best players, uh, which obviously was misused. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because Nomar Mazzara did do that, and we give him a lot of shit here, so I think it's important to come back uh, when there is a situation where he actually does get the job done and at least point it out. So yeah. that was all I have on this one. Let's move on. Uh, this regular season is not over. Destiny is not in our hands anymore. Would have been nice. They would have been back in first if they won tonight. Um, granted, it would have only been a half game, but that was because uh, Minnesota was dormant um, tonight. So um, that's you're going to need some help from them over the weekend, but we got to take care of business ourselves. It'll be a crosstown series against the Cubs um, Friday, September 25th, 7, 10 p.m. Central Time start. You Darvish for the Cubs, Dylan Cease for the White Sox, Darvish 7-3, ERA, 88 strikeouts and 69 innings pitched, uh, 6 innings, 9 hits, 4 earned runs, 1 walk, 9 strikeouts on Sunday versus the Twins, Cease 5-3, 3-5-2 ERA, 39 strikeouts in 53 and two-thirds innings on the year. Last time out, three innings pitched, no hits, three earned runs, seven walks, five strikeouts of Sunday versus the Reds. A really weird fucking line. We're going to need Dylan Cease to step it up, Tone. Yeah, we absolutely are going to need him to step it up. And, Johnny, I just want to go back to something that you and I talked about very early on in this season, and that's that uh, every game has counted. Every game has been very important. And uh, there was a large crowd of people who were early on in this season when the Sox were scuffling the last time who had said, like, it's early. It's early. We can, we can wash this one away. That was why it's important is because when you scuffle right now, had you won a few of those ball games that you let slip away, we would not be in this position right now. There's been there's been too many times that this team and this is a really damn good team. This is the best White Sox team that we have watched in a long time. And you have a possibility right now to wind up in third place in the division after being the best team in the AL. That's why every game this season mattered. That's why losses early on were unacceptable. And here we are with Dylan Cease, a guy right now that Johnny is probably not a playoff starter on this roster going up no. against one of the best pitchers in the in, in, you could in ar- baseball. could argue that he doesn't make the first-round roster. I, I saw a post from Beef Loaf over at the 108, and, and that was a very possible uh, thing, both so, him and Raylo, just because you want the extra relievers instead. Yeah, so, I mean, here we are. Time to uh, put up or shut up a little bit. And it, the last time the Sox faced Darvish, I don't remember it going so well. Uh, yeah, I, I have to go back and look at the game logs there, but um, Cubs are scuffling right now. Their recent trends, they dropped uh, three of four in Pittsburgh. So, um, like you know, yeah, uh, we, we look worse, though, because we got swept. And granted, it was against a better team, but 
Um, yeah, the uh, Cubs bats have been dormant. Don't let them get hot against you. Dylan Cease, for the love of God, control your shit. Um, and do not give them free passes because that is what they will be looking to do uh, in order to help get their scuffling offense going since none of their star players are seemingly really hitting the ball well outside of, say, Anthony Rizzo or Jason Hayward. So um, cease, control, uh, that's going to be huge. That's it. That's that's all I've got. Uh, pick to click, Tony. I don't even know right now who to take. <laughs> like, I, I have no idea. Because you don't know what we're going to get. I, I would like to throw another Eloy pick out there. You don't know if he's going to be in the lineup. Um, I mean, Moncada's kind of turned it up. I'll go Moncada. Yeah, that's a good one. And then also against someone like you, Darvish, I like the guys that are a little bit more patient. So I don't think Grandal would be a bad pick there either. Um, debating that, but... Um, I'll go with the Bray. You, uh, your big players. You know, it's guaranteed that he's going to play. He's going to play every single game this season. Um, I'll, I'll go with the Bray. It has been a few games since I picked him, so um, that's what I'll go with. Uh, that's really about all I have, though, Tony. I just want to go back to after that twin series. I think it was the third game of this t- twin series last week, uh, almost uh, exactly a week ago, Tony. Uh, I guess a week and one day ago. Um, I'd said, you know, we, we were flying high. That was the name of the episode, if you want to go back and check this. And mm-hmm. you you were talking about this team being, you know, a really good team after that. And uh, we obviously had won three against the Twins at that point. Um, well, I said, what did I say? I said, hate to be negative 90 here, but let's see what they do against the Indians uh, this next week. This is going to be tough. And just because they skid recently didn't uh, discredit how good their starting pitching was. Surprising we did get to some of their starting pitching a little bit. Obviously not as much as we'd like, but they did. Um, but either way, uh, it's still a team that, that is contending with you. And you, you left the window open for them. You could have slammed it shut right in their face, uh, like MWSD said we should do when we were talking on Sunday Funday. Uh, instead, they get swept, and they are you know far from a great team now in my eyes. So that's it. That's my final thought. I don't know if you have any. Just go out there and take two or three from the Cubs. I don't care right now about the the division title. I mean, I care about it, but I want to see this team going to the playoffs with at least some semblance of, of momentum. Um, I, I don't think it's really good to go in there. And what would that be? Close to a 10-game losing streak, it would feel like. Yeah, they're on five right now. Um, yeah, you're on five right now, so uh, that wind up being an eight-game losing streak into the playoffs. Uh, you took your foot off the gas. Uh, you've completely watched a manager decimate a few decisions uh, that have led to losses, uh, painful losses at that walk-off, walk-off fashion losses. I even, I mean, this one wasn't a walk-off, but it was pretty damn close to it. Um, you know, blowing away leads. These have been painful, painful, painful losses that we've talked about on this show this week. Um, and, and I think that, uh, you know, God forbid they, they are, are one and done in the playoffs. Um, you'd like to end this season on somewhat of a high note. I hate the fucking Cubs. I want to go in there and stop the shit out of them. They're also down right now. And what a good team would do is go into a series like this and turn it up. And I hope that that's what we're talking about over the weekend. We've got a lot of activities planned over at ONTAP Sportsnet, so You'll be hearing from us. There will be plenty of content coming out. But, um, Johnny, like, what pains me the most right now, that in a, if this was a regular year, you wouldn't be talking about clinching the playoffs at this point. We would be fighting 
with three games left to get in. And that's not good enough in my eyes. So we need to do better. We need to see this team perform the way that they have shown that they can perform. And we need to beat the shit out of the fucking Cubs. That's yeah. my final thought. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, that's it. Uh, you know, I don't got anything else. Uh, you know the drill. Go down to sportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature, podcasting needs. Follow us on Twitter at SoxOnTap, at OnTapSportsNet. Uh, if you like this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen. We'd appreciate it. So that does it. Let's close it out. White Sox for 45 games. <laughs> Just cut it. Are you a sports card collector? Are you looking to buy or sell your vintage cards? If so, contact Josh over at Midwest Vintage Cards. With over 25 years of experience in the field, Midwest Vintage Cards will pay you cash for your collection. Check out their eBay store by searching Midwest Vintage Cards or follow them on Instagram at Midwest Vintage Cards. Contact Josh at 847-602-8604 or email him at josh at midwestvintagecards.com to get your quote today.